a textile workers around this country. I had to work and got four or five kids and can't pay the wages. Talk about your songs. Talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Wait! Pause the motivators. I am broken, Matt Hardy, and I would like to inform all of you out there in the multiverse about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence, yes. It is called The Go Home Show, and it is hosted by Jordan and Nick, and they are both true subscribers to my broken brilliant, yes. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the wrestling multivers. Make sure to check them out. The Go Home Show, as you will find it absolutely stupid. And we're back with another episode of the Go Home Show. I'm Jordan here with my homie Nick. What's up, guys? I just want to say fuck McDonald's. <laughs> hey, man, they did us dirty after the after the collective. They they didn't even try. <laughs> we asked for a four-piece McNug. No, 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 no. Sorry. I gave away the business, bro. <laughs> we asked for two 10-piece McNugs, and we got a four-piece McNug, which is nowhere near. To, we're about 16 nugs <laughs> off. And to make it even worse, we asked for the spicy, and we didn't even oh. get the spicy. <laughs> Wasn't even spicy. And they gave us extra McChicken. <sighs> That's all right. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna do to what Ron, what Jericho did to that clown. I'm gonna do that to Ronald McDonald. <laughs> I was I was very disappointed in that. But besides that, how you doing? I'm good, bro. We uh we had a long weekend. Absolutely. Both recovering. I guess we're we're about recovered. I'd say. Yeah. Was it you got your voice? <laughs> my my voice was is way better than it was after Saturday Definitely. night. I, my voice was. I was sounding like uh. <laughs> Old boy from SpongeBob. Water. <laughs> Water would be nice. <laughs> I was, my voice was shot because it was, it was a crazy day of shows, which we'll talk about in a second. But first, let's uh, talk about some WWE draft news. So the, of course, they started the draft this week on Friday Night SmackDown, and I'm just gonna go over like the big names. I'm not gonna go through every pick so far, but. Going to SmackDown so far, we got Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio, Rey Mysterio, and Bianca Belair. Solid. That's a solid group there. Yeah. I wish they would have kept the Mysterios and Seth separate so they could just stop doing that story. But <laughs> true. You would think that him and Murphy would have something going, you know? Yeah, because Murphy just turned on them. All right, exactly. Now. <clears throat> Maybe also Murphy. The daughter and the mom are on Raw still. <laughs> Murphy's starting a new stable. He's the new Messiah. Yeah, they split them. They split the Mysterio family up. <laughs> oh, that's a good segue. Because speaking of splitting up, man, going to Monday Night Raw, the new tag champions, by the way, of SmackDown, they're going to Monday Night Raw. Big E and Xavier Woods. The new day has been split up. Oh, so. It's Big E's going to Raw or uh, Kofi? Oh, wait, no. What, what did I say? You said Big E and Xavier. <clears throat> Switch that. <laughs> Xavier and Kofi. And gotcha. Big E okay. is staying on SmackDown. Right. 
Which which makes sense because uh, they were starting to give a push to Big E before Xavier came back, anyways. Yeah, I just I just wish they would kept them together because it just I don't know they're like a perfect trio, right? But I guess if Big E gets a push out of it, I'm okay with it in the end. And a, and to break the fourth wall a little bit, we're recording right now as Monday Night Raw is happening, and apparently they drafted the feed to Monday Night Raw. I just saw. Which is weird because he shows up on both, right? Yeah, he was uh he was on Raw this past week, which we'll talk about in a second. But I think that's just that was just a setup. They kind of like he goes. I feel like, like he's gone back back and forth before. I feel like he goes back and forth. Uh, maybe before before when they had the wild card rule or whatever it was. I see. I think that's what it was, but then they got rid of that. Which is good because that was <laughs> terrible. Was the the fiend goes wherever the fiend wants. Exactly. I don't know, man. All over the place. Yeah, it's interesting to see some shakeups happening to the bold brands. I guess we'll see where they go with it. Bianca Belair to SmackDown is great. I think she'll shine there because with Bailey, Sasha both being there, both yep. great matchups for her. So it'll be interesting for sure. But. We touched on it a little bit in the intro, but let's hop in and talk about the collective from this weekend, man. It was so fun. Uh, before we t- talk about the shows that we actually went to ourselves, I want to talk about For the Culture, AJ Gray's For the Culture, man. I, I wasn't going to, like, I was really excited to watch the show, but I was going to watch it afterwards at first because I was like, oh, I got to wake up early to leave. And I was like, and at this, as this time got closer, like I saw the fight notification for the culture starts in 30 minutes. I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't miss this live. <laughs> right. So I stayed up to watch it. It started at uh, 11 PM central time and we had to leave my house at like seven and it showed it until like two, but it was 100% worth it, man. 100%. Yeah, you had a rougher weekend than me. I feel like for sure. <laughs> yeah. And it was self self inflicting. Cause I just didn't sleep, <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth it, man. This show for the culture was great. Um, definitely seek out this show. Watch every match on this, honestly, was great. Uh, there was a great triple threat tag team match, which had uh, 40 Acres, which is Pretty Boy Smooth, and uh, Trey Lamar. They went against Culture Season, which is Christian Casanova and Tasha Steeles against uh, Flip, the Flip or not the Flip Bros. They are formerly the Flip Bros. Top Flight is their new name. Uh, Airwolf and Angel Dorado, who I think is going to be one of the best tag teams in the world within the next few years. They're already so good, and they're both mad young. I think Errol's 21 and Dorado's 19, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they they, they look young. We saw uh, – this is my first seeing of them was on Glory, the Glory Pro show that we that we went to. Uh, really? Was it, they're really good. Was, was it on Glory? Yeah. Yeah, it was, they're in Glory Pro. Okay. I was trying because I don't know if it was Glory or because the only reason I get them confused because Glory was right before spring break. So yeah. it kind of all blended together in a good way. Definitely, definitely. But th- this match is crazy, man. There's one spot where <laughs> they like do an assist. They assist Tasha Steels up to P- PB Smooth to do a Rana on him because he's like a big dude, like probably like 6'10. Damn. She gets up. He catches her out of the Rana and does like, like pushes her off into. I think it was top flight who catch her in a cradle and then throw her so high up in the air. She comes down and hits the run on him. It was a crazy. Damn. Spot. It was sick. It was sick. And I think PB smooth ended up picking up the win for 40 acres here, which I thought was cool. Him and him and Trey has some real cool chemistry there. So it was cool to see. And I guess 
um, 40 acres is a stable with those two in AJ Gray. Oh, okay. Nice. So that's sick. Very sick. Also, another great show match on the show was uh, Trey Lamar versus JTG. Or not Trey Lamar. <laughs> Trey Miguel. <laughs> oh, nice. Trey Miguel versus JTG. That was really, really good. JTG, man. Jay the God. It's weird that Trey Miguel wasn't even... <clears throat> he wasn't on any other shows, was he? I don't think so. Not that I... Um, yeah, I think he was only on 40 Culture. Yeah, I think you're right. Which is crazy because that's that dude's a super worker. <laughs> yeah, he is. Definitely. Because Dez and Wentz were on both shows, uh, Glory Pro and Spring Break. Yeah, and it was both great matches. (laughs) Oh, yeah, awesome. But the match between him and JTG was really cool. JTG ended up picking up the win, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly. Off the top of my head, I don't remember, but regardless, it was a really good match. And Mm -hmm. one of my favorite matches of the weekend was AJ Gray against Desmond Xavier. Man, (laughs) that... Des took a beating here, man. AJ was hitting them, them lariats with some Ooh. stank on them. <laughs> and you know, Des can sell for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was great. Uh, AJ Gray was the MVP of the weekend, in my opinion. Yeah. He, no, that's for sure. I think that's a fact. I think he won every match, right? Yeah, that he was I, in? I think he did. Yeah, I don't think he lost Besides one. Besides the clusterfuck? Yeah, but that's... Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, nah, this match was great. Um they they went there was like i'd say one of my favorite matches i've seen in a while i definitely recommend checking that out aj gray is the best independent wrestler on the planet right now desmond xavier is one of the best workers one of the best high flyers he's good at like the technical style too he's just great but aj gray is on a whole another level right now man absolutely this was like he was like you said the all-star he was the mvp this weekend <clears throat> and he's definitely the homie of yours Yes, my boy. <laughs> Homie of the show for sure. Uh, Absolutely. But yeah, he was great in everything that we saw him in. Yeah. For sure. And, that, everything I saw him in live, I know you watched yeah. this too. So we, we'll talk about some more AJ Gray in a second, but I, I definitely got to talk about the main event of this show. Actually, before I get to the main event, there was a great match between Lee Moriarty and ACH. And Lee got up, picked up the win over ACH, which was crazy. I would say second place. Yeah. If they're for giving out <laughs> yeah. Lee Moriarty for sure. I'd say I, I, I tweeted this out uh, yesterday, I think, but the MVPs, in my opinion, the people who who had my favorite matches and impressed me the most, AJ Gray, Lee Moriarty, ACH, mm. Lee Moriarty, and Top Flight. Fuck yeah. At the, yeah. It, it, it's there this for the culture show was like i had a big smile on my face the whole time just because it's all black wrestlers showing that they deserve the spots that they've been get, been have that they've been getting and some of the spots that they haven't been getting because they're some of the best talent out right now yeah and definitely got a lot of uh love and coverage on on the twitter that i was <clears throat> seeing people hashtag and shit like that i got yeah. lots of love and uh big reviews i should i should say but which is deserved. Yeah, well deserved, well deserved. Yours, from what you said, it was a great show. Yeah, and the main event, man. AR Fox. AR Fox. Saw that man in the gas station. <laughs> we did see him in the gas station. He was driving a mi- Oh, no, he wasn't driving the minivan. He was just riding in the minivan. <laughs> he was riding, bro. The star doesn't ride. Or the star doesn't drive. He gets a ride. And he went up against 
a true legend in this business, man. Too cold, Scorpio. Hell yeah, dude! It was so sick. Scorpio could still go too. He's like fifty four. Oh yeah, pulled out the the moonsault leg drop. I was losing it. <laughs> That's insane. I saw that spot like a gif of it. I think you sent it. You might have sent it. To yeah, me. I think I sent it to you. How old is he? Fifty four. Insane, dude. <laughs> insane. It was far too. Like he he got some distance on it. Too. Fuck yeah. I showed it to my buddy at work and he, I mean, he's not real familiar, but I was like, yo, this dude's like 50 something. And he's like, is this like, he thought it was in reverse. Like he thought somehow <laughs> the dude like did a flip to the front or something. He's like, that don't look, he like, that doesn't look real. That looks, un, that looks unreal. It was nuts, man. Sound of Scorpio and AR Fox got the win there too. So I'm sure that was like a huge dream moment for him. Cause I think any high flyer, especially being a black wrestler, too cold Scorpio has got to be an influence. Cause he's, the innovator of all that <laughs> absolutely and he's been doing it for shit forever long time yeah it was it was awesome man it was really cool to see but let's hop into the shows we were at so at first when we started that was uh glory pros are your wrestling son that started at 3 p.m <laughs> man this show was real fun like really really fun we had we were second row for both shows but this show's a great way to start the day out because we I didn't know what to expect going in because when I had never been to a glory pro show and I wasn't sure what the venue was like, but we had, there was not a bad seat in the house realistically, but being second row for these were just, was just perfect. Yeah. You, you're usually the one to make the call. Like, Hey, should we just get general mission or should we get like second row or third row? And I'm like, fuck it, bro. Hell yeah. Let's get, if we're going to go, let's go all in. Yeah, exactly. No pun intended, but yeah, because of COVID, unfortunately, but also fortunately, Everything's spaced out, so like we're in our own little section of yep. us. Shout out to our friend Trey who came with, yeah, and uh, your brother Aaron, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to both of them. We had a little a little pod. Yep. But sick. yeah, it was great. Great seats, and it was in like a. Um, if you've ever been to a a, a fairgrounds, like kind of where they keep the uh, horses or. Or cows when they bring them out. I mean, that's kind of a bad comparison, but it's just a big barn kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. Auditorium, I guess, is a better word. Yeah, it was it was really cool for a wrestling venue because there's mad room for everybody to be spread out, and it was oh, yeah. really cool. But this show, man, there was a lot of really good matches on this Glory Pro show. Um, the standout, which might be my favorite match of the weekend, honestly, was AJ Gerber's ACH. Absolutely, that's like. Yeah. Very high on my list of favorite matches of the weekend. This they they tore it up, man. <laughs> yeah, there was a reason why it was the main event for sure, because it was just it was great. And Both those course. guys can fucking go. I also um probably that match. That match number one. Um, and then the North versus Zane and Christian. That was that was great. Fantastic match. That was great seeing those like those two teams. Which I know you're big on the I know you're big on everybody, but you're big on the North for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But it's it's good to see those two because I feel like the North is, I mean, everybody kind of shits on Impact, but I feel like a lot of Impact people are the same level as WWE people. Absolutely. And the North is absolutely that, and then Zayn and Christian are new and. The next Blowing generation. up for sure. It's just a matter of time before they're on some TV show. Yeah, absolutely. You could tell that, like, when when uh, Alexander and 
Ethan Page walk into the room, they just had that star quality with them. Like they they carry themselves like they are who they are. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And uh, yeah, like I said, Alex Zane and Blake Christensen is uh, just a matter of time before they're signed to a major company for sure. Yeah, both super talented dudes. That match was really good too. Uh, the North ended up winning, for, of course, because they're right veterans, man. But it was a really good match. I'm trying to think of what else stood out to me on that show. Oh, Jake something and Manders. <laughs> oh yeah, bull- that was an ass beater. They it was were- a bowl. It was supposed to be a bull rope match. Yeah, but it kind of just turned into Manders being tied I to know. the bull yeah. rope and Jake something not. <laughs> wanting didn't tie anything at all to it he, just tied his ass up the uh, bull uh what's the word bull, uh, hog tied him yeah hog tied. <laughs> he he went into business for himself there he was like oh, i'm not getting tied <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it, it, it was good though for sure but I'm try- i don't want to leave anything out that, that uh stood out to me on that show i'm trying to think back i, the top, I think there those- was a there was a four-way uh was it a four-way? No, it was a three-way tag team. Three-way tag, yeah, yeah, that was really yeah. fun. <clears> there <throat> was Gaytanic Panic, which is Danhausen and uh, Effie versus uh, Top Flight, like we were just talking yeah. about. That this is my first like viewing of them, and they're fucking great. And then, uh, actually, you would know better than me. One of the Top Flight guys took a nasty like Airwolf, yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah, he just kind of like rolled out of the ring, but there's no mats outside the ring; it's just concrete, and you just. Yep. Bam! Hit, hit hard for sure. Hit so hard. We felt it in the ground, but yeah, it was Gaytanic Panic, Top Flight, and Dan the Dan the Dad and Alley Cat. Yep, it was a fun match, man. Yeah, this was a kind of a haha, but still, still good, still entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. I, I and then Top Flight ended up winning that, and they became the tag champions. And after the match, the Sisters of Destruction, who had a match earlier in the night, came out and they laid them out, and they. Stole the tag titles. Shout out to Blair Onyx, but come on, stealing tag titles from Top Flight. God damn it. Come on. <laughs> nah, that was cool, though. But let's hop into, man, one of the best shows I've ever seen live, I think. One of the most entertaining shows I'd, say, I'd seen live. Georgian Love Spring Break 4. Man, this show opened up hot and it did not stop. <laughs> hot. H A W T. Hot. So they they do the intro and then you hear this stupid "Bring Me the Horizon" song go over the start. And was that fools. who it was for real? Yeah, that's that's a "Bring Me the Horizon" song. That's doo doo baby. <laughs> but four for all comes out and they are getting just heat. They are getting just reamed out, man. They the biggest heels in the building. They the enemy of everybody in the room. They're just getting booed and. Yep. Little fingers everywhere and man, it was it was sick. <laughs> it felt yeah. like it's been a while since I felt like heels get that reception live. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it was like <laughs> I don't think anybody in that place was cheering for him. <laughs> it was unanimous, bro. It was a it was a very unanimous fuck Ohio clap. Yep. clap, clap and it clap, was clap. loud. I can't I can't wait to watch Spring Break back because I'm definitely gonna do that within the next few days. Absolutely. But man, that was wild. So RSP comes out and has an open challenge. And he's like, you know what? It's not an open challenge no more. I got, I picked my own appointment. And he, he's like, oh, here's this kid from Matt Tremont School at H2O. And he comes out, he's like, dude, you're a child. I'm like, fighting you. Are you serious? Go, go back to the back. 
Then he's like, okay, I got a second generation wrestler. Nine one one son, four one one. Which I don't know if that's a shooter not if that was actually his son. I don't think so because he was on the cleanup crew after the Matt Tremont and Alex Clone match. Hey, who knows? Maybe that it's all that same area, so that's true. I, I don't know. Cause I don't know. He didn't look like he, he, he could be nine one one. Nine one one was huge. Yeah. But that he that dude comes out, he gets jumped by the rest of four for all, and then <laughs> he didn't even get a choke slam, man. Yeah, he didn't even do a choke slam. Come on, what kind of nine one one son is that? He, he didn't do the nine one one spot. Come on now. But then Dan Housen music come out comes on. He comes out. He gets a big pop, and oh, what I thought was a big pop, but right. I ain't know it's nothing a about a big pop, pop yet. <laughs> you don't know big pop, brother. Yeah, so he he comes out. He comes to the ring, and then he gets jumped by. Arrest a four four oh two and then you and then as he's getting jumped and taken to the back, you hear the the Michael Jordan Bulls music, the do do and everybody's on their feet looking toward the entrance. And this it was it the Bulls theme. I still don't know why. I don't know. Just because he's He's from Chicago? No, he's not from Chicago. He's just cool. Michael Jordan's cool. Michael so. Jordan is fucking cool. Definitely. And man. I was I lost my mind because the music goes on for a little bit, and then out from the curtain walks the man, the baddest man on the planet. As if you remember that that segment from AEW, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> people fucking lost blowing the roof off of this place. I I like. Like lost it. I pushed Aaron. I was like, "Oh my god!" Aaron <laughs> fell to the ground. <laughs> biggest pop of the night. Him, I'd say biggest pops of the night were Orange Cassidy, Calvin Tankman, and SGC when they came out in the cluster. Oh yeah, I think Ricky Morton. He, Ricky Morton I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was actually a pop, but like people were going crazy by the end of the match for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But Orange Cassidy came out and had a great match with RSP. It was like a, a quick little, it was like a probably like five, ten minute match. But he ended up picking up the win, which was sick. <laughs> that was sick. And it was a fucking, there was no better way to open the show. The only better way to open that show would have been if Nick Gage came out. That would have been it. Yeah, there's no other way. Like, man, that was nuts. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. It was so sick. It, and this, after that, it didn't stop because they had that match of Iron Beast and the Rascals, which was a banger, man. Great match. Great match. And Desmond Xavier took the nastiest bump I ever seen, man. This this dude. So they the spot was that Iron Beast was on the outside and he was gonna do a tope to the like a tope suicida through the middle ropes and just, like a suicide dive. He does it, but they pull up a door, and I think he was supposed to go through the door, but he does not. He just goes head first, and it was the nastiest sound I've ever heard at a wrestling show. It just said, bud, and he dropped it. I was like, oh, my God. It was like throwing a – oh, God, yeah, it sounded rough. It was like throwing a bag of laundry at a, at a you know brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it sickly thud. But It was nasty. He did not go through it because I – they, I think they put it up on the apron and then, or you know, angled it on the apron and then threw him through it. Yeah, that's what they ended up doing because it did not break when he. Was, <laughs> I don't know if it was supposed. To, it looked like he was supposed because he was going fast, man. He, he was, was going fast. He was going really fast. 
Oh, that was nuts. But that, they did some, a lot of crazy tag offense, too, in that match. It was wild. Really fun match. Um, but Iron Beast ended up picking up the win there, which was really cool. I, I did not expect that. I expected the Rascals to win for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree. I would have, I would have, if you would have, I don't remember what our, my pick was, but yeah, Rascals uh, for we sure. Will pick, we will pick Rascals for that one. But next, I, I don't remember the exact sequence of matches, but I'm just going to go into the matches off the top of my head that I, I'm thinking of. So we got, which was a great match, man. Lee Moriarty versus Jonathan Gresham. This was a tech, this is probably the best like technical wrestling match I've ever seen live. Yeah, this was a, they got a lot of time for this match. Oh, yeah. And they used it to the best that they could have because, like you said, technical as hell. Matt stayed to the mat, you know, not too much uh, high flying or anything like that. Um, yeah, man, it was fucking great. Jonathan Gresham's that was my first, I think it was the first time I've ever seen him live. Fucking blew me away for sure. He's so good, dude. So good, man. Uh, but he ended up picking up the win, but he showed a, a huge amount of respect to Lee Moriarty after the match, basically offered him. He asked him if whenever Jonathan Gresham needed a Ring of Honor, if he would come, and Moriarty shook his hand and said yes. So shout out to Lee Moriarty, man. Definitely deserved. Absolutely. That match was great. So good, man. Um, another great match on the show. <laughs> Tony Devin and Alex Shelley, man. So uh, the, both those guys, just I've talked very highly about both those guys since we started the show, but so good, man. It was really cool to see them wrestle because – this, this was one of the matches that was originally supposed to happen in Tampa for WrestleMania weekend for spring break. But oh, it ended nice. up getting rescheduled for this. But I'm glad it actually happened because it was really cool. And uh, Shelly ended up picking up the one there too, right? I believe so, yeah. If I remember correctly, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a really no, fun match. Wait. Tony Deppin won, I thought. Did he? I think he did. No, I could I, be wrong. I, I think Shelly would. You might be right. I don't know why I think Tony Deppin won. Don't know why. Good match, though. Solid match. match. Um, what other <clears throat> matches stuck out to you from the show? Honestly, probably, I don't know. I mean, the only the only one that I, w- I really wasn't like, not to say I wasn't big on, because res- I give, you know, respect is respect for sure, and it's deserved. But the death match, I, I didn't really have any uh, stake in it. Let's say I just didn't really know either one of the guys. Yeah. But it ended up being crazy for sure. It, it was, was like, nuts, man. It was yeah. My first death match, it was like, yeah, it was that shit was crazy. But other than that, every other match was phenomenal to me. I thought it was great. Yeah. I know you agree for sure. But the the biggest shocker to me was. Janella and Ricky Morton <laughs> because I didn't know what to think. I know Ricky Morton and Rock and Roll Express. I know the lineage and all that shit. And Janella, I know what he can do. But like people were fucking hot for this match. They were they were popping for it. Like seeing Ricky Morton do what was it? Three Canadian destroyers. He did. I think it was at, at least two, and then he did a pile driver through it, like a, that's right, a plastic table, which probably had probably hurt so bad. Yes, it probably hurt him. Every probably breathing hurt him after this match, but yeah, 
That was fucking great. Then we got ACH and Leo Rush. Wow, that was so good. <laughs> like two guys that are like that have a chip on their shoulder, yep. so to speak, you know. To be like, I know how they know their worth and how good they both are. And I could tell that they were like legit friends. Yeah, definitely. And that worked in their favor for sure. And then probably, honestly, probably my favorite match of the night was Team Pazuzu versus Blake Christian, Alex Zane, and uh, Jordan Oliver. I love that match, man. <laughs> that was great. Just because, like, I don't like. Uh, I don't want to say we don't see enough of them because we do see some, but I would like to see more of Proud Powerful. Yeah, absolutely. On AEW, and the last time we saw them live was so good. The night before they debuted on AEW. Yep. This is the Lucha Bros. Well, no, no. I guess, I guess the for last time we saw him was all out. Yeah. Live, but we saw we were at the AAW show the night before All Out, and they wrestled the Lucha Bros. And that was fucking awesome. That was they like, were all around that the Lotus Bros. Auditorium that night. They were in the crowd on the stage everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But this match in particular, this six-man tag match, pretty much it was just Team Pazuzu, which is Proud and Powerful and Chris Dickinson, against Blake Christian. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty much the match because they just beat the shit out of this kid. Like He had to have gotten more money for this match. I don't know. I hope so. At the pay window. (laughs) Like. Mike, I'm not exaggerating. Like, dude was in there probably 80% of the time. Yeah, he was. Just taking a hell of chops and just, yeah, getting his ass whooped. I thought it was great, though. They, It was just really cool to see Santana Ortiz back on the Indies again. You could tell they were just really excited to be there. Yeah, definitely. They were having fun. Yeah, it, it was sick, man. It was really sick. And then the only other match we haven't talked about yet was the Clusterfuck, man. And that was aptly named was definitely a clusterfuck. We saw a creepy doll. Yoshi, an invisible, an invisible man. The invisible man came back. I was popping. I was stoked on that. Uh, who's the guy with no legs? Dustin Thomas. Dustin Thomas. We've seen him. Who else? <sighs> JTG. Well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, obviously JTG. But who are the ones that like? The Walmart like, oh, dudes. Oh, God. Say what? The Walmart dudes. The Walmart dudes. My God. They're going crazy. <laughs> and they got like a p- decent like spot. Like they let them like go for a they did, yeah. For a few minutes. That was crazy. Oh fuck yeah. The fucking Walmart guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank the clown. Saw him get hit. We flipped him off. Yes, definitely. Uh Starboy Charlie was a standout in this match. He was sick. Yeah. He was cool. I remember him. He was going to drink a beer. <laughs> he said, I'm really mature for my age, you know? Cause, yeah. Because he's 17. And, and Shark Boy. Oh, my God. We forgot about Shark Boy. Oh, yeah. Shark Boy was there. Oh, shell, yeah. Oh, shell, yeah. <laughs> and then another standout of this match was Billy Starks. I thought she got a really good spot in the, in the cluster. And she's 15, and that's nuts. Like, yeah, that's to be crazy. on this show when you're 15. And she she's actually good in the ring, too, which is crazy. Yeah, and she got a decent pop. I yeah, felt like she was, she's from Indiana, so she, she's a hometown girl. But man, she she was going, man. And she, she at one point she bowed up to Calvin Tankman in the ring, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, Calvin Tankman, and who was that big boy that was oh, in there? Big Juicy. Big Juicy. Juicy was his name. Yeah. I did not know that was his name, but 
Okay. Apparently, he, he's, he wasn't booked the whole weekend at all. He just flew out from Cali to, just to be on the ring crew and help out. Damn. Shout yeah, out to him. Respected that. So he got, he got a shot and he got big. His, this man did a Samoan drop with three people on his back. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Nuts. Yeah. That was crazy. That was nuts. Yeah, big juicy. He was a big boy. He was really. His nose boy. busted open too. And then yeah. who was the other big guy? That looked like the mountain from Game of Thrones. Other big dude. I don't. Big boy, like Braun Strowman size. Oh, that's a uh, Pero. Is Pero. his name? I think. Okay. Yeah, he stood out for sure. He was a big old bastard. As a big boy, yeah. <laughs> Is there? <laughs> but when Tankman came out, they got a huge pop. And at one point, yeah. 4 for o was just running roughshod over the match. Yeah, because it was like uh, 4-4-0 came out and kind of fucked everybody over and was yep. throwing people out and bullying everybody. And then they were picking on the no-led guy. Yeah. And there was a spot there. And then f- fucking Pantera's walk starts playing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, fuck, dude. The hardest thing ever. AJ Gray leads the charge, and then yep. behind him is Matthew Justice, Mans Warner, and Effie, and they come out looking <laughs> like the crazy. They look like the Avengers, bro. They look. Those are the hardest thing I ever the seen. The Avengers, yeah. <laughs> they came out looking crazy. The CTE Justice Avengers a and just threw it in the ring from the entrance. <laughs> they were fired up, man. Yeah, it got me. It got me fucking hyped for sure. Yeah, I was pumped. <laughs> and AJ Gray took a fireball to the face in this match. Yeah, what the fuck? Who? Who? Oh yeah, for forty-four zero. Yeah. It was just like very random. Yeah, I was like, oh, what? you felt it too. He got hot in there after that. Yes, but uh, oh, uh, Nate Webb, right? Nate Webb won. Yeah, definitely. Hometown shout, boy. Shout out to the hometown boy. And oh the my, first God, entry too. Forgot. Was that for the first entrant? He was the first entrant. Yeah, but we almost forgot about one of the most important people in this match. That man. Nasty, nasty Leroy. Leroy. He was dancing up a storm, bro. He he was showing Alley Cat how to do the nasty shuffle. Damn. I should have took note. I forgot how to do a nasty <laughs> shuffle. He comes out to return of the Mac, which is hilarious. <laughs> if he should have brought a gun again, he would have won the whole thing. He, he would have won again. <laughs> he won his first match that way. <laughs> Shout out to Nasty Leroy, man. Shout out to Alley Cat too. Yep. But that was a really that show was just hilarious. Like that that match, I mean, was just hilarious. It, it was such a fun time, man. I was losing it at so much. There was just like so much happening. <laughs> yeah, a clusterfuck. That's a like yeah. you said, very appropriate name. But it was great, man. I definitely wouldn't like don't regret going at all. I'm glad you made it because we almost didn't go, and I was like, you know, what? let's go, bro. Like, let's do it. And yeah, absolutely. Because it's like. I'm sure everybody can relate just to what's going on right now in the world. Just kind of like, I'm sure people see their families. Some people obviously don't give a fuck and just kind of just live their life. Yeah. However, but it just sucks because we're trying to do our part. And whether you like wearing a mask or not, just try to wear a fucking mask so we can get this shit over with and go (laughs) back to normal. You know what I mean? Whatever the news is saying is what the news is saying, but just wear the fucking mask and we'll go back to normal eventually, you know? Hopefully, but yeah, if, if we can sit there and yell at the top right. of our lungs for like six hours with a mask on, you you can go into the grocery store with one on. <laughs> exactly for ten minutes, you know it's. And there was a lot of people there. It was I didn't think they had taken te- they were taking temperatures at the door. Yeah, they were. Yeah, hand very, sanitizer everywhere. Yep, very uh, hand sanitizer. They're spraying down the ring in between matches with yeah. like a like one of those uh, bug. 
bug spray things yeah. or like what they use for lawn spray. Yeah, it was it was well handled for sure. And I'm glad we went. Absolutely. It was a very fun time, man. Definitely check out all three of those shows and check out Bloodsport on Fight TV too. The whole of Collective Weekend, just check all that show. The show was, there's so many shows. And they're all were really fun, the ones that I watched and the ones we were at. So definitely recommend checking that out. But now that we got that out of the way, let's hop into the week of wrestling before that. So we happened to Monday Night Raw. It opened up with a, a Randy Orton promo, <laughs> just kind of explaining the beatdown on the legends from the week before, which that seems so long ago at this point, doesn't it? I think that says something to the rivalry of what's going on, how long it's been going on. <laughs> That I, like I I looked at my notes before we started crying like yo that was this week like, really right right no exactly <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with how much wrestling we watched or that's, that's possible just I don't know it could be both it could definitely be both because when I was watching when I first started it I'm not even lying I thought I was watching because I DVR yeah. them so I could fast forward the commercials I swear to God I thought I clicked on last week's <laughs> I'm just like is this I think I'm watching the wrong one. I fucking look back. Nope. It's the right one. Yeah. It was, <laughs> there's a lot of uh, reruns on this episode, I'd say. <laughs> but it opened up with Randy, Randy just explaining the beat down on the, on the legends for the week before and Drew busting the room and they start fighting. Basically, they just get pulled apart. And then the first match on the show was uh, a six woman tag with Zelina Vega, Lana, and Natty against uh, Mandy Rose, Dana Burke, and Asuka. And it goes how you expect it to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Speaking of clusterfuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dana, Mandy got the win here on uh, Lana. She hit the knee or something. I don't She got the win, I guess. That's all that matters. Yeah. I, they're really trying to go heavy on the Trish status cosplay with her, huh? Yeah, with the pointing and all that, you mean? Yeah, and like the haircut and the gear she's wearing. Like, it's they're trying to make her Trish status. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that was like a shout out or whatever, or just like just making her look like Trish, I guess. I, I, that's what it seems like to me, because it, it's just like it's the same. There's like a side by side picture. It's like, wow, they just are trying to make her Trish. That's, all she needs is a cowboy hat and starts start doing the satisfaction. <laughs> I wonder if she's Canadian. I don't know. I don't know either, but shout out to Trish status. Legend. Fuck yeah. My first wrestling crush <laughs> oh it's time to rock rock and roll oh that's actually a really good song it's crazy I, that yeah her and actually coincidentally lita had a decent song it was like did, yeah. damn <laughs> i don't remember the words but there's a lot of screaming and it, it sounded like the used or something i don't know but yeah, for <laughs> i remember when they headlined Side note, I remember when they headlined a Raw and that was like a huge deal. Oh, yeah. And it's like, they're fucking women are headlining WrestleMania. You know, it's so crazy that, and it wasn't that long ago, really. Yeah, it really wasn't, but I'm glad we got into where we were, where it's rumors wrestling is like yep. a legitimate thing that they're taking seriously and not just Braun Panties matches. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm sure they would agree. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But after the match, <laughs> speaking of a rerun, <laughs> Shayna Baylor and Nia Jax come down to ringside. <laughs> and, they, and they swerve you for a second. They try to grab Natty and put her through the table, but no, no, no. Lana's taking that table bump. Rusev's on AEW. You better, you better believe she's taking that table bump. You're right. 
It's three weeks Holy ago. Shit. Yeah, man. You're right. I totally, I totally didn't even notice that. You said this last week too, and you might be right. <laughs> what other, what other, what other explanation is there? Yeah, I, I don't know. Three no table bumps two weeks in a row. <laughs> you should got to do the job, brother. He came out talking about my name is Miro and I'm all elite, and he said, "Oh, Vince said, oh hell, pal, you're going through the table." <laughs> God damn, pal. Lana sucks, and then she dies. <laughs> Through the table. I, I, I couldn't believe they did it again. At this point, I just hope they keep doing it just because it's funny now. <laughs> if, if they do keep doing it, it'd just be like, all right, we get it. She's paying the penance. Three, three weeks in a row, we got, got to that point where it's just like funny now. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> it was really funny, though. <laughs> Speaking of really funny, man, there's a, our truth's in the back. I don't remember what he was even doing, but a janitor walks up. Me, oh, he was he was doing his mock draft with little Jimmy. That's right. Yep. <laughs> and then you see a janitor come up behind him, and th- then you see a ref. And R two looks at the janitor, and goes Randy Orton. <laughs> I was like, why Randy Orton? Because last week he was dressed up as the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! See, I don't even remember that. That's when he put the night fishing goggles on. Oh fuck yeah! He would okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, the night vision. You say night vision goggles, then it yeah jogs my memory. That was so funny, man. Our truth rules. And then he's like, "Pretty Ricky, we got what do you say? You we got duped." <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he said. So goofy, man. I loved it. Our truth. He's great. He's he's one of the he's one of the little cherries on the shit Sunday for sure. Yeah, right. That's more. what we should start doing segment by segment. Cherry <laughs> or shit? <laughs> there's, there's a few good things on this show, though. There's one thing that I'm really excited about to see what they do with it. Hopefully they do it well. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Next, we got Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, and Apollo in the bag, and MVP comes up and is like, you know, I've been in the, this business a long time. I've been through a few drafts, and it, it can change your whole career. And they, they, and they offers him a, a one-night-only chance to, to join the her business. And he's like, all right, just think about it. <laughs> so next we got Seth Mollins and Buddy Murphy in the ring which I feel like I've said for 17 weeks in a row <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Seth really like comes out and asks Murphy what's what's his deal and Murphy's like you know what man you're gonna need to apologize and, and Rollins just loses like I'm the messiah you're the disciple I'm the messiah you're the disciple yeah he said it probably about six times yeah <laughs> And he's like, you got till 10 p.m. to to, to apologize to me. And then he leaves. And I was like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, what, what is this? And basically, it, it pays off later in the in the in the night. But it ends up going into a, a tag match between uh, Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio, that is, and Humberto Carrillo yep. against uh, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. This was a pretty fun match. I thought the finish was nasty, man. <laughs> Umberto goes out for a, something off the top of but Barty just hits him with a knee in the jaw, and he Ooh. killed him with it, bro. He, he yeah, it Murphy got the win, bro. Murphy did get the win. And he, during the match, carrying all the work. Ron still kept saying, like, I don't need you. I'm the Messiah. But then Murphy got the win, which, which is a cool touch. Yeah, definitely. I, I like that. 
So next we got Braun Strowman in the back, and he's just like, and I think Braun Strowman's gonna be on Raw, which is unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> but I, he, I I honestly thought this was going uh, like if it was a fork in the road, and then one way was shit, and the other way was cherry. I thought it was going shit. Yeah, but the way it ended, cherry. Yeah, definitely. So he comes out. He's like, I want to. Ma-. He doesn't come out. Either. He's in the back talking to Adam Pierce. He's like, I want to match. There's no raw underground tonight, which is I don't care who you get. Somebody's getting these hands. Someone's gonna shit my pants. <laughs> oh, I mean, sorry. So is raw underground gone? Like, what happened to that? I think it just. I, I don't know. I think they're probably skipping a night. I is mean, it, it could just be done, and they won't mention it again. But he brought it up, so that makes me think that it's just gone for this week. It was. It was gone last week too. Uh oh. So I don't know. There was a COVID outbreak underground. <laughs> uh, I mean, that was that was why Cedric Alexander wasn't on this show. So, oh, okay, yeah, or I was, was it ask the you week that. before? I don't huh? know. Everything blends together with Raw these days. <laughs> yeah, hmm. I, I was going to ask you where he was because he was not there. Yeah. Oh, right. was it this week? He wasn't there then. Yeah, this week he was not present. Okay, then that, that's that's when he was. Uh, he's quarantined. Which is weird because Big Swole is on AEW. But yeah. do they they don't live together, do they? Yeah, they do. They're married. Right, but he's on the road. Or no. Oh, they're both in Florida. Yeah, I was going to say. What the fuck? They ain't doing house shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they're running a sloppy show, I guess. I guess uh, maybe they are. But maybe that's why he had to stay. Maybe he found out while he was at W, like while he was at work, so he had time to tell her, like, "Hey." Or maybe, or maybe it was the thing where he wasn't even quarantining with her because she, she could be, she is like, um, you know, compromised. So. True. Yeah. I don't so know. That might be what it is. But maybe they don't live together. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's not my business. Maybe they're Mormon or something weird. They don't live together. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the Mormons. I apologize. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Brian wants a match, and Henry's <laughs> like, "You're not on Raw, so I can't give you an official match, but you can have an unsanctioned exhibition. Exhibition, which I've never heard that term outside of a WWE video game. Yeah, right. Exhibition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where it's just a one-off. It's not like a career match. Uh, that's yeah. That's true. This is the first time I've heard, actually heard them say exhibition on TV. <laughs> but Keith Lee comes up. He's like, "All right." Let's get, let's do it. Let's do it. Sign yeah. me up, <laughs> which was cool. So next, <laughs> Rollins confronted Murphy after a match. And this is where actually where he told him, he gave him the ultimatum about he has to apologize to him by 10 p.m. So, <laughs> so specific. Yeah, right. <laughs> like 10 p.m., not, you know, in a few minutes or right there and then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> give him time to think about it. Like, I don't know. I guess I don't, I don't know. But next we got the Kevin Owens show, which was supposed to be with Bray Wyatt, but instead it's Firefly Front Fire. Wow, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> Firefly Funhouse, <laughs> and he's just like, you know, we're friends and friends and friends and friends and friends. And then, and then <laughs> he, so Kevin Owens had mentioned something about uh, Alexa Bliss, and he's like, that's between her and him. <laughs> but he said. <laughs> So she's Sister Abigail, or what is she? I don't know yet. I think that's what they're going with. 
Why is she acting funny? She's acting kind of crazy. I guess that's between her and him. (laughs) (laughs) This is cool, though. I think if they do like a pay-per-view blow-off for for them, it'll be really good. We're at Hell in a Cell? Yeah. yeah. But not in Uh, the Hell in a Cell match. Hopefully not as the last Hell in a Cell match. Hell no. We don't need no red cell. The cell's going to be red regardless. Just because WWE... Was it red before the Fiend match? Nope. But all the all the ones on that pay per view were red. And I, I bet you that they're gonna be uh, red this uh, time. God damn, pal, looks good. I hated we're, how that looked. We're booing on pay per view, pal. <laughs> Dude, damn it! I really hope they never do anything like that Hell in a Cell ever again. <laughs> what do you think the uh, <laughs> the uh, like the under tag's gonna be Hell in a Cell? Selling a hell, like what's the horror mat or horror? Was what was the last one? Horror, horror show. show. At Extreme and Rules. Clash of Champions was what? Gold Rush. Yep. This one's Hell in a Cell. Bad, Bad blood. blood. Did we really just? Say- <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's Damn. crazy. <laughs> well, Yo. hey, that's why we do this show, brother. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was not planned at all. That was not planned. That's, I promise you. We're not that coordinated. Not at all. We, we just roll with the punches. My dog barks and or Jordan chokes up or <laughs> I fucking drop something. One or the other. Yeah. But that that ended well. Well, I foul. <laughs> but yeah, this, that, I think if they do a hell in a cell match between Kevin Owens and Bray Wyatt or The Fiend, whatever you want to call him. It'll be good. But do you think that's so that let's say I don't know. I don't know if that'd be Hell in a Cell. I, th- I think that they'd give it to a women's match, right? You think? Oh, Bailey and Sasha's already confirmed Hell in a Cell. Oh, okay. So the yeah, there can't be more than two, right? Who t- I mean, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't doubt anything at this point. That's true. That's true. Hmm. Yeah. Well, make it a last man standing match. Well, actually, no, there's already two because there's the Roman and Jay is an I quit match inside of a Hell in a Cell. Really? So Which, that is three there. Jay about to get his, he about to get worked. Hell yeah. <laughs> he already did, but he's, he's really about to get. He's going to get his ass for a boost. <laughs> I'm the tribal chief. Accept <laughs> me as your tribal chief. Call me chief, oof. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a rough one, oof. But but next we got a a Drew McIntyre interview where he accepts there's already four or is it three no it's three so far where he accepts Hell in a Cell with Randy Orton so that's three already that's what I'm saying that yeah that's that's the third <laughs> interesting I don't I don't that just seems like kind of hard to do and make anything feel special right and it's like do you have them all back to back or do you like start with the Hell in a Cell match. Middle show and then main event. I think Sasha Bailey should be main event. They give him thirty minutes to just tear it up. That's what I want. I don't know. I don't think that's main event. I'm not. Ag- I'm not disagreeing with you that it deserves main event, but I think that one of the world titles would be your main event. I I, I think they can't do uh, Roman and Jay. That's just gonna be a, a drawn out beating. <laughs> yeah. True. I wonder if they'll be mic'd up. <laughs> I, 
It should be where he's just like talk because he when he was talking in that last match, it was. Sick. You think it should be again? What was that? You think it should be mic'd up again? You said. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it, but I just feel like I don't know, man. Like the sounds of him getting thrown into the cell, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, my chief now." Like, oh, that's <laughs> sick. You're going off the top, Boos. <laughs> if this man Jay Uso takes a bump off the top of the cell. <laughs> Roman's still Somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to do something. Somebody got three it, matches. Bailey's about to do a poison Rana off the top of the cell. I was just about <laughs> to say that. Not poison Rana, but I was going to say Sasha and Bailey. One of them will probably go off the top. Did you see that? 20, side note. Did you see that 24-7 they did on them? No, I didn't. Was it good? I watched a, de- I watched a decent amount of it. That was really good. But they talk about how they couldn't go over their matches in the ring like beforehand. Because people would see them like talking about doing a moonsault, they're talking about yeah. doing a certain move, and then they would go and report that to like somebody, really? I don't know, Vince or something, somebody, and they would be like, "You guys can't do that in the match," or like, just give them shit about it. So they had to like hide it from people. It was fucking crazy. That's weird. And this was like recent. It was like a few years ago. That's so weird. Like, I don't get. I don't get that. Like. Well, you know, it's politics. That's I'm, I'm, it's just I feel like that's a, a peek behind the curtain of what everybody talks about that leaves there as far as like politics and just bullshit that goes on. It's crazy because like I hear that like from all the like if you listen to like the Tony Schiavone podcast or the AEW podcast, they talk about how like it's the complete opposite at AEW right now. Like there's not much politics in the back at all, which is crazy for Tony Schiavone to say because he was in the most po- like politic backstage ever with yeah. WCW. So. Yeah, exactly. He knows the boys were running the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just crazy. So the big boys play. Hey, Aaron had that. Uh, He ha- he has a, f- a mask that says WCW where the big boys play. Hey, yo. Sick. I have one too, but it doesn't fit my face. I got a big head. <laughs> doesn't fit your face. Why not? I got a big head, man. Isn't that what? I thought it was a one size fits all with them. With those nah, not this one. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. It ain't going to go down that way. <laughs> I got a big old potato head. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so do I, man. Potato head podcast. <laughs> but next we got the uh, Keith Lee and Braun Strowman match, which was a decent match. It goes to a count out. But the cool part was after the match, <laughs> this man Keith Lee throws Braun into the LED board, breaks it, and he does like a like a was like a cross body off the stage through it. Yeah, he just kind of like tackled them or uh, what's that where he like pounces him he doesn't pound he didn't pounce him obviously but yeah just kind of like tackled him or yeah yeah whatever and they went through a i don't know table or something crash pad yeah it was cool though it was cool keith yeah, Lee getting a big, big moment yeah it was good that they didn't squash keith lee you know made yeah. him look like a a decent you know uh what's the word equal opponent to braun yeah exactly exactly so it shows him on the same plane as like somebody who's just world champion. So it's pretty cool. Right. So next we got an MVP promo on a uh, team Apollo. I don't know what to call them. They need to have a name or something. They're going to stay together. I hate <laughs> just having a name off the names. I was going to say they're losing members quick. Yeah. Right. So we got, he's just basically like, Hey, y'all might've won the fight, but you're not winning the war. And then he also talks about retribution a little bit. He calls T bar T bag. <laughs> Stupid. They're just burying retribution. That boy ain't right. Teabag. Yeah. 
he said this is a really good line. He said, uh, you and your squad want to play tough, but when you see the black and gold, prepare to fold. <laughs> Damn. Which is funny because NXT is a black and gold brand, but he's like, nah, it's my thing now. <laughs> Which is cool. But <laughs> next, uh, Ali comes out and <laughs> he comes out with, uh, I think this is where he comes out with Ricochet and Apollo. And Ricochet's kind of like teasing that he's going to join the Hurt Business. And he's like, I don't want to keep you waiting, man. It's a pass. And I'm, I'm, this is weird. <laughs> this was like, Ricochet was, has never been this overly like, goofy so it was like so out of character for him it was really funny though. very out of character he's talking about like oh i'm lebron jansen this was a pass and i'm like what are you talking about bro whatever you say buddy it, it was funny though so um, it's good good to see him showing some character it was just like surprising because he's never been like that before right he was just fucking losing to riddick moss like a month ago so exactly any show of character is good i guess <laughs> exactly so we, after this, we get a match between Apollo, Ricochet, and then uh, Shelton and Lashley. Basically, the whole match is just <laughs> Ricochet getting isolated and wrecked, basically. And then pa- Apollo finally gets his hot tag, but <laughs> Ricochet, or they they basically take Apollo down after his hot tag moment, his c- c- like heat spot comeback, whatever you want to call it. And then <laughs> you already know what's gonna happen. Uranagi, Hurt Lock, get out of here. <laughs> no can Bobby Lashley, who can stop the path of Lashley? <laughs> Not any of these three. <laughs> or maybe. So next you see Lee and Buddy Murphy in the back, and he he apologizes to her about Seth Rollins, and she's like, no, it's all Seth. So I don't know. They're still rolling with this, but Murphy's not going to be on the same brand as them anymore unless they decide to trade them to SmackDown tonight, which is I just don't know. I don't know. It seems like a weird time to just continue. I don't know. It just feels weird that that they have all this going on with the draft happening in the middle and they just end up on a different show where some people, if you don't watch Raw, you seem like, oh, what's what's going on here? Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird to, to do that in the middle of a storyline like this where it's been a super long storyline to start with. <laughs> right. It's just been just been going on for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But we'll see where it goes. Uh, this is where <laughs> Seth comes out and he's waiting for Murphy's apology. And Murphy comes out, stands there for a second. Seth starts to kind of like pressure him. He's like, "You don't want to go down this road." Blah 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 blah. blah. And then Murphy attacks. And he they just start going. He just starts beating the hell out of him. <laughs> he uh they go to to a table. Seth grabs a candlestick. Murphy gets it from him and just starts caning this man like crazy. It's <laughs> he starts yelling at him to to apologize. Murphy does like you better apologize, apologize as he's just <laughs> working him with the candlestick. I thought this was cool to see Murphy just come out here and wreck him for a little bit, but then of course. Murphy, Murphy gets his eyes attacked by Rollins because Rollins just loves to go at somebody's people's eyes. I don't know what he's got with the eyes, but eye for an eye. <laughs> and eventually, he leaves Murphy laying, and Aaliyah comes out and covers him, so Rollins can't do any more damage. And then the rest of Mysterio comes out and take her out and bring her to the back. So 
it, they're really going heavily with this Murphy and Aaliyah dissension from the rest of the Mysterio family thing, I guess. Yeah, they took her to the back to put more Gucci stuff on her. Exactly. They're they're uh, draped in, not draped in gold, but draped in drip. Draped in drip. That's 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 draped their new uh, stable nope. name. That's it. D.I.D. <laughs> Next, we got a, a. I thought this was actually a surprisingly really good match. Well, not surprisingly, but like it was a really good match. Nia and Shayna against the Riot Squad. This was really cool. They it was it was brutal, but it was really cool. They were working both of these, but there's a one more where submission was on Ruby from Shayna, and it looked disgusting. I mean, like she was stretching her man. It was brutal, but the <laughs> there was like this. She had her submission, and then she hits her with a nasty knee, and after that, she puts the submission back on. That, that's where Ruby tab. But this was just Shayna was really like diabolical and like sadistic here is the word I would think she was just tearing her apart limb from limb yeah they're really cool. uh I mean they're champs for a reason you know it's like who can who's a viable tag team for them to fight I, nobody right now <laughs> you know what I mean unless Asuka teams with somebody uh, there's not really any and Kari Sane's gone so I don't know where to go with it I don't know where to go with it at all but Something I'm excited to see where they go with. Next, you got Ali versus MVP. Ali's looking jack, man. This man's <laughs> looking crazy. Yeah. But this is a, a fun little match while it lasts. And then the retribution lights start happening. And I'm like, oh, no, here they come. Here comes that man, T-Bar. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I was like, where's Cedric Alexander? You know, and then he wasn't there, so it was fitting, and that's why this, like, I don't know if you call it a double swerve or a triple swerve, but you know, uh, you believe them more that Ali is gonna team up with um, her business, her business yeah. yeah, hurt business at least to take care of retribution, but then, yeah, you know, the rest go ahead. So the retribution surrounds the ring. And they, they do a spot where Ali's in front of the Hurt Business. And then MVP's like, you with us? And then they all go back to back to like about their fight together. And then Ali slides out of the ring and bowls up to T-Bar and Mace. Like he's about to get in their face and start going. And he turns around, smiles, and says, get him. And I was like, let's go. <laughs> this man. How you know that somebody's the leader when they say, get him, boys? Yeah. I thought this was really cool. Ali... Just stand, and he didn't move a single muscle until the hurt business was just worked and taken out. Then he gets in the ring, and then he motions for the rest of the people to get in the ring, which is cool. Like they're they're moving on his every command. Yeah, and he's just standing there. He does the little hand gimmick where he puts his hand out, and then I thought this was really cool because when he, you know, how the, he used to have the light in his hand. Yeah, it was like an Iron Man thing. Yeah, and then when he closed his hand, the lights went out. Ooh. Which I thought I thought that was really cool. I touch. didn't even catch that. Yeah, that's dope. It was really cool. So I hope they just let him. This man better come out and cut a hot promo tonight on Raw. Like he better come out. You know, I've been here for all these years. I was supposed to be the one in Kofi's spot at, in Elimination Chamber, but I got hurt. He took my spot. I was about to win the Money in the Bank, but you had Brock Lesnar come out and knock me off the ladder and win the match. He has so many. I've been on main event. I'm one of the best wrestlers on this roster. Blah 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 blah. Like he can. He has so much to go off about why he needs retribution, and I, I'm, you call somebody whores. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Yo, man, you old whore. Yeah, I was really excited to see what they do with that because Ali, he, Ballenberg Hardcore, went to the same high school as me. Damn, really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's dope. He's like a lot older than me. So it was like before I went there, but he went to my high school. That's cool. Fuck yeah. So I'm excited to see what they do with him. So the main event, this main event got completely overshadowed by Ali. Being yeah, that's all people were talking about. This match was just, it was a decent match, but it, I like, I didn't really take notes on it because I was so, like, pumped up about Ali. So I was just like, well, I was watching when I was paying attention, really. But right. the, the finish was Randy Orton hitting the RKO on Drew after a bit, like, of misdirection. And he ended up getting the win. So it was interesting. Interesting for sure. Yeah, it was it was all right. Yeah, definitely the takeaway was Ali. But what do you think of Retribution now? I uh, I if they, I'm trying to withhold judgment because I don't want to get too excited, and then it just they make Ali's name. Yeah, Funzo or something. Yeah, Funzo. Yeah, yeah, Funzo the clown. <laughs> What's up? I'm Quiplash. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what's what do you think his name would be? Quiplash. <laughs> his name is Charmander. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, yeah, man. I I think Ali is just like that's you know if you can call him Mustafa Ali, I don't mind that. But it's like if you're gonna give everybody these one name T Bar and Fucko and yeah yeah Dudu, you know, just Ali. That's fine. You know? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was, I think it's just breathing new life into something that obviously got shit on pretty hard by the fans. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully he can revive it. I really hope so because there's so much talent there that I want to succeed. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I got a, a question for you, real quick. How do you think that the fans would be reacting right now if they had fans live as far as the Hurt Business? Like, who do you think would be the most over, I guess, right now as far as Hurt Business? Retribution obviously wouldn't be, you know? Hurt Business, for sure. Yeah, I would agree. I feel like they would be getting definitely a babyface reaction more than a heel. Absolutely, because they are babyface. They're just cool. (laughs) They're just fucking cool. It's a cool group. It's a cool, you know, gimmick. Exactly. they come out in suits. That's very four horsemen. It's just like, yeah. it's dope. It really is, man. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. I I really hope they do something good because Ali's supposed to explain. He's supposed to have a promo tonight. So it better be. I mean, I hope I we end the show and I go watch it and it's something good. <laughs> That's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yep. Well, speaking of something good, man, let's talk about 30 years of Jericho this week's at AEW Dynamite. Opened up with a package putting over Jericho and it opened up with some big meaty men. For the FTW title, Brian Cage and Will Hobbs. This match was brutal, man. They were just laying it in on each other. The the beginning of the match, I thought I think Brian Cage kind of underestimated how strong Will Hobbs is. Cause he, he does like a shoulder, like a the shoulder tackle to thing where Brian Cage is supposed to like just stand tall, but he, he almost falls because Will, Will Hobbs is so strong. He like stone back, he's like, oh <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, big boy, meaty man. Exactly. Yeah, I thought this match was really fun though. Cage end up winning with the drill claw, but I don't know if you did. You hear the story that they told about Will Hobbs in this match? Yeah, let me know what you think about because I got something to say about it. So, so they basically told tell the story of how his brother and him had always wanted to be a wrestling duo, 
and how his brother was going to be his manager. And I guess his brother died shielding Will Hobbs from gunfire, which is a very sad story, but it's crazy. His man. mother, too. His mother was shot, right? Did, did they say that? I thought they said his mother got shot as well in that that whole wow. thing. I, I could be wrong. I could be. Maybe I misheard it or something, but I know his brother did for sure. His brother did for sure trying to shield him, right? Yeah. Which is crazy. I don't know why I'm thinking mother though, too, but maybe they didn't mention that. But go ahead. Sorry. That, that was basically it. They just that was just, they were just saying that he does everything he's doing for his brother now, which is respect to him because that's that's tough, man. Yeah. And uh well here's 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 my two cents on that. They got Ricky Starks there on commentary with Taz, which fucking jr calls him ricky, ricky Stank, skanks. skanks which is a fucking like blues musician but still it's just like you could you could see it in ricky's face he was just like really man like yeah, come on real. what the fuck you could tell he's just irritated i know he's trying to do the ba- the heel thing but like i could tell he's genuinely like come on man yeah for sure uh but you got you gotta <laughs> they put themselves into a fucking like uh two two parts to this Number one, this is a guy that you're you're trying to push a home brew, uh, you know, a home brew guy that that's an AEW talent original that they're making themselves. Why not put this all in a promo package, you know, a, a vignette of some sorts, like him at a hit where he grew up. You know, maybe they can't yeah. shoot that because of COVID or whatever, but have him somewhere. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be Compton or the fuck. Isn't he from Compton? I think it was uh, Oakland. Oakland, okay. So yeah, shots in Oakland, him walking through his old neighborhood, something and being and telling that story. That's such a good story to tell to be like, damn, this dude like lived a life and like has known like struggle, like worse than you know, pain, struggle, uh tragedy worse than most people know, especially when you're that that young. And to, it's just such a good story to have for a baby face. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Especially a guy you're trying to push and for them for not on this, I'm not putting on Excalibur. Obviously it's not his fault, but like for them to just have Excalibur. Oh, by the way. And I know he didn't say it this way, but it's like, Oh, by the way, Will Hobbs, his brother got shot shielding him from gunfire and he was killed. And it's like, what? And then what is yeah. Ricky Stark supposed to do? Like he's on comedy too. Is he like, well, fuck him? Like, what's he supposed to say? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Say after that, what can Taz say? What can Ricky Stark say? You just killed the the mood. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, they, they definitely should have like at least in a package for it. And I think it would be more like impactful for Will to be able to tell his story himself that way. Exactly, exactly. It, it could have been done way better, and it should have been done way better. But that that was just like. After he said that, it was just like, okay, so now what do we say? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just, it was done. That was the, the match was fine. The match was good. Big meaty men, like you said, I thought it was great. Yeah. They definitely should have, could have handled that better. But regardless, though, Will Hobbs is in a good spot. I'm really excited to see what they do with yeah. him. Let's, let's do you know, he's getting a push. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shoot a promo on fucking AEW. <laughs> God damn, I ain't got what it takes to make it in the AEW, brother. <laughs> All right, all. But uh, after the match, Cage ends up winning with the drill claw, and Taz offers Hobbs a spot in Team Taz. Like, you can do it the hard way, the easy way. You got two choices. You either toy and join Team Taz, or you get beat up. <laughs> and before he can answer, Darby Allen hits the ring. And it was the way they did this was really funny, because Darby hits the ring with a skateboard, and Cage and uh, 
Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. I just had my brain stop working Ricky for a second. Skates. <laughs> Ricky Starks. They, they they get out the ring so slow, just make it like kind of like we're not scared of you. If we really wanted to, we could get you right now. <laughs> right, exactly. Which like I thought was cool. one, kinda. Yeah, exactly. And I, I thought it was really cool. And Ricky or not Ricky Will never answered. So we know maybe there's still something there. It's weird that you would have a, a staple with only two guys. Yeah. So maybe he does. Maybe he does answer that. I think that'd be really cool, actually, because he fits in real well right there. I, I know I said babyface promo. Like, that's a, a good promo. It's like a, a you can't write a better promo for a babyface like that. But, I mean, it also works even if he was going to go heel just to give a backstory. Yeah, I, I think he it could be a really good babyface, though, so I don't know. I guess we'll have to see where they go with it. Yep. Next, we got a bunch of video packages congratulating Jericho, but the one that stood out to me was the ace himself, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Go ace. Go ace. I thought that was crazy. Just, man, he's standing in front of a huge New Japan logo. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us your little theory that you got? I think, I think it's happening, man. I think they got a new president in Harold Meese or Mage, whatever his name was. He was the one who had a lot of heat with the Bucks and Kenny for leaving. So he was the one who really, really didn't want to do any business with AEW. But I think, <laughs> I think it's happening, man. I don't think it's happening anytime soon because of COVID. But once that things clear up, I think something's gonna happen with these two, with these uh, companies. Because <laughs> Orange Cassidy tweeted, "What is best of Super Juniors?" Evil Udo tweeted, "Interested in the World Tag League." El Fantasmo tweeted, "Uh." Just had a dynamite workout. <laughs> there's, they are dropping a lot of references, and even on the show, there's more. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Do you think they're trying to distance, not distance themselves, but are you? Do you think they're trying to like, eh, with ROH? I think that's been kind of on the horizon for a while. Because I know they had some. Some shit go down at Madison Square Garden. They had like Enzo and Cass run in and didn't tell yeah. the New Japan people or something like that. Yeah, that Japan was part no of idea. it. Say what? New Japan had no idea that was happening. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm sure there might be other things going on, but I, I know that was probably they're looking for an out probably. Yeah, exactly. So next we got a really good Lance Archer promo package. I thought this was a really good way to tell the story. They He was just kind of... This is probably his best promo he's done in AEW, I think. He was just kind of giving Mox the business, letting them know, like, hey, man, you, the people you've been facing the past few weeks, they're no, they're no Lance Archer. Yeah. Everybody dies, and your time is coming. Yeah, I, I'm not the same guy that you fought in New Japan. Yeah, and they they, def, they mentioned New Japan yeah, in this yeah, promo yeah. and the Mox one. He says, uh, well, I guess I'll talk about the Mox promo now since we're talking about this. So Mox mentions, he's like, Man, this man Lance Archer is so crazy. He followed me from Tokyo to all the way to Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> I so love that. You, a lot of New Japan references on this show. But I thought both of those their promos were really good. And Moxie was seemed like he was in the same bar from his first vignette when he left WWE. That might be me looking too much into things, but it looked like the same bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I the New Japan so. promo where he like was doing the Death Rider thing and he appeared there. I think that was the same bar. So maybe that's a little Easter egg. Oh, maybe. Or maybe that's the same one as which one? Which uh the vignette for the, the Death Rider vignettes they were doing for Moxie before he went to New Japan where they, they were gonna reveal who it was. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I think that's the same bar. Hmm. Oh, that'd be dope, though, if it was. Yeah. So next you got TH2 versus FTR, the 20-minute burst for greatness. And Jack Evans looks... Before we talk about that, the Young Bucks standing with their backs literally to the screen, looking back at the TV, killed me. <laughs> so, so stupid. Very stupid. It's hilarious. That is a little shot. Like it looks like they're about to like have a foot race or something. They're re- re- waiting for her to get the signal to take off. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck are they doing? At first, I didn't realize. I was like, "Why are they standing there?" Like, and I was like, "Oh wow, they're just doing it over the top." What WWE does? Yeah, but WWE doesn't even do that. They they did that in like the nineties. So they still do that. They do. If if somebody's ever watching TV backstage, it's gonna be from to the side. They're never standing in front of the TV like a normal human. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I mean, I think they went a little overboard with their... Oh, they, they went completely overboard, which is a yeah. <laughs> But it's like, how do you shoot that, though, in reality? Like, how do you shoot somebody watching TV? You don't do yeah. it from behind. That's true. Know? But it's just hilarious. They were turned around, like, cranking their neck as far as they could to watch the TV. I think that was still so stupid. Yeah. But funny. I thought it was funny. But this match, FTR, TH2, Jack Evans was, like, really off here, and it kind of just threw the whole match off. Yeah, definitely. Like I, we talked about it, I said it might have been a clash of styles on top of, you know, Jack Evans seeming like he might have been like just sick or hurt, maybe or I don't know. Did you ever? Did you hear anything? I had I didn't hear anything at all. He just like he had a, he was really off, man. Yeah, he was. He was. He it was just like from the get go. It just yeah, he was just off. It was odd. Yeah, and he was one of like the best high flyers of this generation too. It was just so like, it was really weird. I think that's why it was so jarring. Cause he's normally so like smooth and crazy in the ring. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, I don't know, man, this was not a good match though for me at least. Yeah, absolutely not. I was not into it, but, but we don't know. We, I mean, we don't know not everything I'm sure gets reported on at least. Yeah, exactly. So maybe but, we, there's something we don't know about or, you know? Yeah, definitely. But I guess we'll see where it goes. So next we got FT or FTR ended up winning with the super splash, super spot, uh, superplex splash combo. <laughs> and then the best friends on the screen pops up FTR as hot dogs. <laughs> and best friends come to the ring wearing that, that design on a shirt. And this is just funny. And they just they cut a promo on each other. He's like, you know, we're as comedy tag team wrestlers, we're just here to let you go. Nice. No, that shirt. They're weenies. <laughs> <laughs> They're in hot dog outfits. Yeah, and Tony got and Tony Khan got a gave them a title match next week, and it's not a twenty minute brush of greatness; it's a full sixty minute time limit regular tag team title match. So, damn, that'd be good, it'd be really good actually. That'd be a really good match. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's gonna be really fun. So next we got that little MJF promo on Chris Jericho, basically telling him, just kind of hyping Chris Jericho of how much he, it means to him how, how, when they first met and first advice Jericho gave him, and he's just like. I might even come out to the ring later to help celebrate yourself, myself. And man, next we got a brutal match. Cody versus Brody Lee TNT title dog collar match. What do you think of this? Man, this this was uh this was old school. You know, I mean that it was kind of the gimmick they were going for. They had Greg the Hammer Valentine in the crowd, uh, who was in the I think they said he was in the first one, right? Yeah, it was Roddy Roddy Piper. That's right. And so that was cool, like paying homage to the, the original shit. It's yeah. a fucking violent match. I mean, Cody, was, 
Cody is just, and we'll talk about the promo afterwards too. Just can't do any wrong to me. This is a great match. I Such fucking love this. Dude, it was bloody. John was Silver. Bloody. You knew he was going to bleed. What's that? John Silver was even bleeding at ringside. He wasn't even oh, the match. God. Even John Silver was gigging. Dude, that drop kick that John Silver took when he was sitting down in the chair. Cody yeah. came so fast. Yes. Dude, Co- and uh oh, fuck, what was that? The one part where he uh like yanked him off the apron. Oh, yeah. He- yeah. He went to, what did Cody went for the, to go for the Cody cutter and, and Brody said nope we just yanked him backwards. <laughs> yeah, a lot of use of the of the chain like I you would expect, sick. you know. That was really cool. What'd you think about it? I loved it, man. This man Cody did a package pile driver off the apron through a table during picture and picture. This man don't care. He's crazy. <laughs> he ain't even gonna wait till they come back from break. They're both leaguing, man. Arn Anderson hit a spine buster on Alex Reynolds. <laughs> he had a little trouble getting up, bro. I was like. God damn, Arn. Shit. <laughs> he, he got up, then he like fell back. He like tripped backwards. Right. He tore both his quads. Oh, imagine. <laughs> no, Arn, no. But man, the finish of this match, Cody wraps the chain around this man's mouth. His whole I face. I love that shot, bro. It was the shot of his like around the eyes yeah. and the nose and the mouth. And he that was like a fucking horror movie. It was yeah, like he just kept Hellraiser on the chain. And then he hits he, as the, the chain is wrapped around his face. He hits the crossroads, which is like, all right, he that's that's a good finish because he ain't no way he getting up from that. Hell no! But before that, he kicked out of a crossroads at one, and that's what, after that's when he uh, wrapped the chain around his face. Yep. Oh my god, it was great. Such He's a like, good match. Ankle be no squash this time. It was such a good match, man. I, I loved it. Yeah. And then the Nightmare Family comes out to celebrate the win, and Cody cuts an emotional promo. And you said you wanted to talk about it, so what you think of the promo? Oh, man, the promo is fucking great. Like, I love when Cody gets on the on the mic, just starts talking. He can't do anything bad. Like, to me, I don't think I've ever seen him do anything I didn't like in AEW. That's just my opinion. You know, it is what it is. But this promo basically stated, like, he was saying – the, the normal shit, you know, uh, he started getting emotional talking about he's been doing this. You know, this is his his dream, his since he was a kid. You know what I mean? It's in his blood. It's in his family. It's there's, yeah. more, there's more than one royal family in wrestling. Uh, and he basically hinted at wanting to be a heel when he came back. Yeah. Hence the black hair. But he was like, uh, you know. Typical uh, Dusty style, like, my hand is touching your hand. <laughs> I haven't forgot about the people, baby. You got to remember, I am the American dream, just like you. And he was just <laughs> just saying, you know, I, I was going to turn on the fans, and, uh, you know, I'm not going anywhere. It's the people's champ. Yep. Yeah, I thought it was a really good promo. And after, he says he's going to defend the title next week, and they ask him who. And the main man, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy, comes out, and he's got the match next week. What if Cody drops the belt to Orange Cassidy immediately? Is that what you think? I don't know. That'd be kind of crazy, though. That'd be kind of crazy. But after that, they announced three more people for the tournament for the number one contendership for the world title. Wardlow, big Wardog. I'm pumped that he's in there. This dude's crazy. He better start hitting, dropping that knee on people. That nasty knee, bro. I love that move. I need to see it. Yeah, I, I do, hear- too. It's been a while since I've seen him wrestle, so he needs to bring that back. And then Chicago's favorite son, Boom Boom Cocabana. Boom Boom. 
and of course the man who I, but we both knew was going to be in it hangman adam page and Cowboy after shit. that they had a, an interview with Keddy with alex Marvez about the tournament and <laughs> Kenny was just like, I, I love the way they do. This is such Kenny storytelling because like he's he's talking about the tournament. He's like, oh yeah, I'm pretty confident, blah blah blah. And then Marvez mentions Adam Page, and Kenny like loses his mind, but like he's trying to keep his cool. So he's just like, yeah, man, like I'm really confident in this tournament. Like I don't care if it's Hangman and Adam Page or like a tag a tag team wrestler like Adam Page or like even a cowboy. Like I don't care, I'll beat them all. <laughs> and like the way he's doing it, you could tell like it's him like trying to be like prove like show that he's being like scramble brain and like he's not trying to talk about hangman but like it's all he's thinking about right 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 i thought it was like it was like perfectly awkward which is like i think is a very kenny thing he does like that like nervous tick thing in a lot of his promos which is like a weird thing but it's cool yeah yeah he he pulls it off for sure he does it on purpose so it it makes sense (laughs) yeah yeah i just Shut your ass, Marvez. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think they're going Kenny and Hangman in the finals. I would agree. Which which would be great. Which will be very, very good. And this so, is supposed to happen and it's like a one night thing or it's a few weeks? A few weeks, I think. Okay. It'll be good. But next we got a uh, Big Swole and Serena D, which I thought this was a really stiff match. I thought they were beating the hell out of each other. <laughs> yeah, that was a good match. I mean, I didn't really know what to expect, but it was great. Yeah, I thought it was really good, but Big Swole ended up picking up the one with Dirty Dancing, which I love that move. Just the disc forearm to the face. Good night. And next was where, where that John Moxie program or uh, vignette aired, but we already talked about that, so we can just go on to the main event. The Chaos Project, Luther, and uh, David Arquette, nah, uh, <laughs> Serpentico, against Jake Hager, and the man celebrating his 30 years, Chris Jericho, man, and I this match was fun. It's just him, him trying to give his homie some shine. I, I thought it was exactly pretty, that's pretty cool. exactly what I was gonna say. I wasn't gonna like critique it. Like I was just let do your thing and give your homie some shine in the main event. I thought that, I thought it was cool. But uh, of course, Jericho ended up winning with the Judas effect. But the the most important part is what happened after. MJF <laughs> comes out after and he's like, "Oh, I got a, a present for you." That was a funny touch. He cut his music hits and he grabs on and goes, "Shut my music off. This isn't about me." when it's like that's it clearly is which is the right. funny part that's what he like interrupted the yeah. cell like his night like jericho's night to yeah and he brings out a present and he has something under like a tarp and he's like i got some presents for you so first i got a a clown <laughs> <laughs> and you notice like, oh. that when he took the 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 blanket off him and the drape off him his nose fell off yeah and the jericho picked it up <laughs> <laughs> That wouldn't be the only thing to fall off, though. Oh, <laughs> God. He, I can't wait to talk about that. So then MJF's like, oh, I got this present for you. And he starts unwrapping himself. Then Jericho grabs it, which is the most heel move, uh, grab, making bringing somebody a present and unwrapping it for them. Right, right. <laughs> but, but it's a picture of MJF framed. <laughs> And Chris Jericho's like, oh, thanks, dude. Turns to the clown, kills the clown, hits him so hard with the picture. <laughs> and the clown, like, sits, like, it, just, it, the thing breaks. He just sits there, like, stale-faced. And Jericho hit this man with the nastiest Judas effect I've seen in my... Bro, he killed this man. I watched the gif of this, I, I should, you know, like, 200 times. Oh, my God. I can't 
count how many times I watched this. How many times do you think you watched it? So many, like two, I'd say like two hundred because I would I watched it like after it happened like for like yes. an hour straight. When you I don't know if it was you that sent me or I just saw it on Twitter, bro. That I just I was like, bro, there's no way he there was there was any way he took this where it didn't hurt. He t- he knocked his head off, bro. He like it was fucking nasty, and then. MJF doesn't even like he's just like ah, he just starts laughing. Yeah. But the way they shot this was so good because he hits the he hits the dude with the, the picture frame and then it zooms in. And as soon as he gets fully zoomed, he just gets killed. It was so funny. Yeah, it was perfect. Cause he knows I don't know if it was just like a confusion on his part of like, what do I do now? Or like he just no sold it. Cause it kind of seemed like he was like, ooh, ooh. you know, he didn't necessarily sell it. But yeah. it seemed like he was just like, oh, like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do now? And Jericho's like, Mm-mm, you're, you're going this. down. <laughs> you're, go- you're supposed to fall down, motherfucker. He he made sure he did. He hit him with that Judas effect and dude flew back like 15 feet. He he was done for. He bro. hit him like that dude literally interrupted yeah, his for real. 30 year celebration instead of MJF. He hit him. Warlow even looked shocked because he he landed at Warlow's feet and he was like, whoa. (laughs) And it knocked his fucking wig off. He hit him so hard. It was nuts. He hasn't hit somebody that hard with the juice effect since he hit the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars mascot. Yeah, Stampede. It was hilarious, man. But... The end of the show was hilarious. They did a little SNL ending where the the credits roll and it's everything Chris Jericho, executive producer. Yep. All eight cameramen. (laughs) I don't know if you heard this, but Scott goes, I didn't know Jericho's on camera seven. (laughs) (laughs) And all the heels came out to celebrate with him. Let's drink a little bit of bubbly. A bit of the bubbly. So sick. But yeah, man, I, I thought this was a really fun episode of Dynamite and I'm excited for next week. The anniversary episode yeah me too so let's happen to nxt real quick and uh it opened up with i thought it was a really fun match champa and kushida but it, it ended up being interrupted by velveteen dream which causes a dq why do they do this this man got like squashed on the pay-per-view why is he back doing this i have no idea and he got champa uh disqualified so maybe they're gonna go with him and champa next uh, i have no idea but or maybe like a three-way. I don't. I don't. I, I think don't fucking just, know. I don't. I thought Kushida kind of shined in this match, though. Oh yeah, I thought he definitely did, but I, I just, I was just really rubbed, rubbed the wrong way by the finish because this dude, like Kushida, like injured him. He should be off, like with injury. He even had the brace on. I yeah, I, um, I don't know if they know what they're doing with him right now either. Yeah, I don't think they do. But I, I don't feel that bad about it <laughs> yeah for sure so yeah exactly but next we got the ember moon promo this is a decent promo i just think she's too happy she she she, she needs to i feel like she's uh i don't know she i wish she would have came back with more intensity i feel like she, the, the match she had later on was she looked great in but like this promo i just I don't know. I wish she had more intensity with her, but I guess we'll see where they go with it. But EO ends up interrupting, and then Rhea interrupts, and Raquel and Dakota interrupt, and it just goes into a huge smaz, which ends up being a uh, like tag a match, tag made match at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After this, they had Drake Maverick. 
<laughs> Killian Dane. They're like it's some like it's like some weird vignette thing. <laughs> yeah. The, the thing they did with them earlier or later in the show was so stupid, but it, it had me dying. <laughs> so we're talking about that now. So that they have a match against Ever Rise, but <laughs> Drake Maverick's like, yo, we gotta get this new theme song for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Polly Polly Wally Doodle or something. Like, this is like him whistling. But he's doing this stupid dance. It like at first I thought it was stupid, but the more he did it, the more hilarious it was. Dude, yeah, was... and the theme song is like it, it's fitting. It's like fitting for like the goofy thing he's kind of trying to do with Killian Dane, where he's like the Joker and he's like yeah. all happy go lucky, and Killian Dane's like. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. He's like, I don't want a team with you. I don't know why he's Scottish. I think he's Irish, but it's freaking donkey. Say, (laughs) would you say that was donkey? Yeah. He's Shrek and (laughs) Drake Greg was donkey. I think you're going to say, I sounded like donkey and I, or Shrek. You sounded like Shrek right there for sure. That's why I said it. Get out of my swamp, donkey. The dance moves Drake Maverick pulled out had me dying. He looked so stupid. But it was yeah, so funny. yeah, that was good. This it, it gives me um early uh, early X Pac Kane vibe. Yeah, definitely. Obviously not as over as X Pac and Kane, clearly. Yeah. but it was still cool, man. It was still yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> was, they had a fun match here with a uh, fun like little comedy storytelling match with Everrise, and of course they ended up picking up the win. And the next we saw a little vignette of the, the Garganos walking their dog and they come back and Indy Hartwell left them a TV at their door, which she just dropped a check. Like, here's, here's a new TV. Right. What the fuck? And so, like, are, are they not evil anymore? The Garganos? They are. I think they're still heels. No, I, I I know they're still heels, but, like, remember they, the the first couple vignettes of oh, them at dinner? Dark, like, mm-hmm. And like, hi. And they're like, now I'm evil. Yeah. Hi, I'm Chucky. You want to play? Yeah, I don't know. I think they kind of dropped that because they feel they realized that it was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But next, we got an awesome theory match against Leon Ruff. Theory won with the TK, TKO. He kind of promo after, but it was kind of, I don't know. And then Dexter Loomis comes out. They have a match, which Dexter Loomis coming back is cool. I don't know. I still am not sold on his character. He's good in the ring, but his character still, and that slide thing he does still pisses me off. Yeah. That slide. Yeah. I'm not big on it. But he ended up winning with that Yurinagi arm triangle thing, and the, the camera grounds came in and killed him with the cave in before as he sat up from it, which I thought was sick. I love that. I love when they do shots like that where it's you don't see the guy running in until he yeah. actually does the move. I thought that was great too, yeah. Because he was just out of nowhere. It's like, oh my god. Right, right. Which is kind of what happened with Velveteen Dream too, I think, but that obviously wasn't that was stupid for different reasons, but yeah. Cameron Grime comes in and he sends him straight to the to hell, not the moon. <laughs> and I'm going to the moon, Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Yo, put straight to the moon on a shirt. I'll wear it. I will buy the first good Cameron Grimes merch they have, which might Absolutely. take a while because it takes a long time for the WWE to make good merch. But yep. What's the last WWE shirt you bought? Was that? What was the last WWE shirt you bought? I cannot tell you. I don't. I have no idea. <laughs> I think mine was when Matt Hardy was in WWE and him and Bray Wyatt were feuding. Yeah. And he was like, wheel of chairs, mower of lawn. And then he like is on the mower. It's just yeah. him on the lawnmower and on the back says delete. That's sick. That was the last one. 
I don't even remember the last WWE shirt I owned. I just get everything from Pro Wrestling Tees or like other sites. There you go. Pro Wrestling Tees. Or, buy all your stuff there. Or it's like straight from the wrestlers themselves. I got the sick Calvin Tankman shirt this weekend. Shout out to Heel Turn Goods, the homie uh, Riggs. Yep. Got me a nice Indiana themed uh, UFC slash. Yeah, it was, but it's like an Indiana flag slash early UFC heel turn collective shirt. It's a lot of themes going on, but it was, it's a dope shirt. Yeah, it is for sure. Shout out to Riggs. Cool, cool, uh, cool dude and cool company. He's running with a bunch of cool merch collabs. He did some stuff with Jordan Oliver, Tankman. So shout out to him. It's kind of off topic completely, but we're talking about merch. So (laughs) throw that in there. (laughs) But next, we got a recap of Ballard and O'Reilly and just kind of update on Ballard's health. He's, Broken jaw in two places, so I don't, I don't know where what's gonna happen with that. <laughs> they don't know what's gonna happen with that either. I don't think. There's a there's a lot I think after this show that they don't know what's gonna happen with a few people. Yeah, man, this is rough. So next we got Rich Holland walking in. He's apply, he applies. He got paid to beat up Adam Cole, and now he's got a Mercedes. <laughs> Which shout out to that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but next he has a match with Danny Burch, man, and. I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> he wins fairly easily. It was hard and hit and stuff, but after the match, only Lurkin comes down for the save, and the rest try to break it up, and they do. And then Oni does a dive to the outside, and Ridge catches him, but I don't think he had his foot planted all the way, so when he catches him, his leg just completely explodes, basically. He had, like, I think a patella rupture, something, his ankle was dislocated, and something else. It's, oh, he, like, dude, this is one of the most brutal in- injuries in wrestling I've seen in a long time, just because of the sound he was making. He, he was, was like yelling at yeah, the top he was of his lungs. Yelling for sure, screaming in pain. Which in my first viewing, I didn't really notice. Like I kind of noticed that he was like, ah, and then they carried him out in the stretcher. And, and you know, obviously as a wrestling fan, you're like, the fuck is this? Is he really hurt? What's the angle yeah. here? But then w- seeing it on Twitter again and seeing knowing like what the injury was. Yeah. It's a whole different story because you're just like you see it kind of like not pop but like his leg does something where it just shouldn't be doing it and yeah. he falls down just starts yelling in pain and i'm like fuck like this dude, was so in, rough, dude. this dude was in rugby like he ain't no like yeah arena yeah he he uh, it's so rough man really tough break because he was getting a big push man yes he was I feel bad for the dude hopefully for a quick re- recovery for the man because how many injuries is that you got fucking Dakota Kai, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Tegan Knox, Knox. Killer Cross, Ballard, Ridge Holland, Ridge Holland, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly. That's five within a few months, and it's all heavily pushed talent. So yeah, exactly. So do you think that there's somebody behind him getting paid to yeah. take care of Adam Cole? So maybe they just skip that whole whatever the story they had with Ridge Holland, just go straight to whoever paid him. I think so. Yeah. I don't even know who that could be. Uh, it'd be interesting to see where they go with that, but I yeah, we'll that, yeah. Who could it be? Maybe it was uh, somebody. I, my money would be on somebody in undisputed era. Roddy. Yeah. Maybe Roddy. And they break him up. Yeah. I could see that. But next we go back to the Gargano's house and they, they're watching a video that Indy left for them in the, in like a DVD and it basically showed that how many times Indy Hartwell saved Candice, Gar- Candice LeRae in the Battle Oriole, which 
it's a cool little way that thing that they tied in because they didn't talk about it in the match at all. And for them to just like bring it back is it's cool little storytelling thing. So I guess we'll see where they go with this. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, where they zoom in into kind of like football. <laughs> you know, look here. Yeah. This is exactly where. Yeah, oh, that was cool. But next we got a little that just that can vignette. He's just stretching somebody. Hell yeah! And then we have a little a very short match with Shotzi Blackheart and Zaylee. Shotzi won with the top rope sent time. It was like really easy. Like she beat her really quick. Yeah. Boa comes to the ring, which is one of the guys who was in that breaking ground tournament. Mm-hmm. And he got he's, hurt. He's good. I remember he's his, good, like yeah. seeing he a few really of his good. matches and I, I liked him. He got hurt pretty soon after. That's why he hasn't been on, but I guess he's back. So hopefully him and Zaya do something cool because he handed an envelope after the match. I don't know where they're going with that. Yeah, I been I noticed him and Zaylee in the in the crowd, like when they still had the the wrestlers yeah. or like the people in the crowd. Her and Boa were in the crowd most of the time. Yeah, definitely. So next we got the main event, man. Ember Moomin and Rhea Ripley against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Ember looked like she had not missed a step, man. No, definitely she, not. If she could cut a promo as good, she could wrestle. She would have been. She, and she can cut a good, good promo too. I think that's that's just like the, what they gave her to do, kind of. Yeah, it definitely seemed to like. It seemed like she, like they somebody probably just got in her ear or something. Man, honestly, they were yeah. just like, "You got to do this and you got to do that." When you should just let her go out and be herself. Absolutely, and I think she is being herself, but I think she needs to be a more intense version of herself. I feel like she's kind of too happy go lucky. It seemed like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I could be wrong. Could be, she could just be her, and she just got shaking the rust off, you know. Yeah, but she looked really good here, man. And the match was great, but the clip she hit at the end was so—I miss seeing that move, man. I love that. That's one of my favorite finishers. Yeah, it's rules. nuts. So good. She hit that. And she got the win, and. I'm really excited to see what she does. And I, when that match with her and EO happens, it's going to be a great day because that match is going to be a banger. You think they wrestle Halloween Havoc? I think they, they build that for a while. I think there's a she hasn't had a long story in a while. I think they build that. They got to build that. That's a big match, man. True, but mm, I don't know. Maybe depending on how long they want to keep her uh, in NXT. That's true, yeah. That's very true. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting, but I'm definitely excited to see what they do with that next this coming upcoming week. But that's all we got so, for this week. That was the last match at NXT. So, you got any uh, closing thoughts on the collective weekend or any of the shows for the rest of the, the earlier part of the week? Uh no, I uh, just I we I had a blast. I know you did too. Um, I thought it was great that they had this number one that they they were able to have all these shows given the situation right now with the country and the fact that a lot of wrestlers are probably hurting for money that aren't signed to WWE or AEW. Absolutely. And I don't know how many shows there were in total, but this was awesome that they were able, how many? 12. Wow. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's great. Cause all these shows were based around, they usually are right. Based around WrestleMania. Yeah. So it was good that they got some type of like money and were able to put on some type of show to give the fans and, and pay the wrestlers more importantly. Uh, so I had a great time. I would love for them to keep doing stuff in Indiana and in Indiana period. Yeah, absolutely. But cause it's not a too far of a drive for either one of us. Yeah, definitely. And I had so much fun and I definitely am down to hit whatever we can next. Uh, some black label pro shows coming up. We might yep. have to, look into but 
besides that, man, yeah, it was a great weekend, like you said, but I think that's how we got for the people. So shout out to AJ Gray, the motherfucking troops. Shout yeah, out to Matthew best. Justice, SGC. Yep. Yes, sir. Shout out to who else? Shout out to ACH, man. I'm glad to see that dude back on the indies. Shout out to Leo Rush. Shout out to Lee Moriarty, one of the best wrestlers in North America right now. Yep. Shout out to Alley Cat, just cuz. Just cuz. Shout out to you, bro. Shout, hey, shout out to you. Shout out to y'all listening and uh, showing support. So, speaking of support and showing love, where can they find you on social media? Show me some love on uh, Instagram at XNABX219. And I'm on Twitter at Fat X Tony. What about you? I'm on the Twitter and Instagram at uh, Burning Hammered, my band. Speaking of my band, make sure you uh, pay attention to our Twitter and Instagram this Wednesday. That's uh, probably not even supposed to say that yet, but Ooh. it'll be okay. <laughs> it, it, exclusive, exclusive. Just, just pay attention. Pay attention. That's all I'm going to say. We- also, shout out. To the kid at the collective wearing the karma shirt. Yeah, we should have cut him in line, but we didn't. Shout out to that kid, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who it was, but shout out to you. Yeah, shout out to that guy. Sure, hit my face on it. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh, before I didn't even I didn't finish my plug. <laughs> Sorry, I threw you off. I, nah, I, I threw myself off because I was talking about the 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 things that we got coming up this week. But we're on Twitter and Instagram at karma. K-H-A-R-M-A-M-W-H-C. And of course, find the show, the Go Home Show, that is, on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, is going to be at the Go Home Pod. And on Instagram, it's just at Go Home Pod. And on Facebook.com backslash the Go Home Show. And uh, make sure you leave a review on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, I guess it would be. Follow us on Spotify and all that good stuff. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, like I said. And that's all we got. So uh, make sure everybody's wearing a mask out there. I would love to play a hardcore show soon, man. Be pretty cool. <laughs> make sure everybody's being safe. Black Lives Matter. And that's being said, it's time to go home. Component Noriega watching CNN. Black whip, black tents. Y'all ain't seeing that. It's kind of mess. Spread the word, boy. You're seeing them. No seeing them. These rappers in the scope. You're never seeing them. Killer bees back in the building with machine and them. We creaming them with pockets of dirty money. I'm clean again. Ain't got to tell you I'm dope. Just stick the needle in. The goose is all quite big enough to fit this eagle in. Tis the season and why ask why? I has my reasons and my birds don't need no seasoning.